0: Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 126, How to Change Your Podcast Information in iTunes. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. This is an award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this episode is going to be rich with data. Now, that might excite you, but this will also answer some questions you may have been having about how your podcast displays inside of iTunes and how you can change certain information or where certain information is being pulled from that you may have never considered with your podcast and given up trying to solve some of these problems because it can be a little bit confusing about priorities and what is set where and all of that. So, you will probably want the show notes for this episode that will have all of these listings of information in the order of their priorities over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 126. And that will have the full list of all of these tags and information I share with you. You'll be able to follow along in audio form, but just in case you need that handy reference in written form, then you can go there to the site at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 126. How your podcast displays in iTunes is really important to your podcasting success because if you have a cute title that does not at all make sense to your podcast, then people might not find you very well when they're searching for the content that you podcast about. If you have a focused podcast, which I really recommend, have a focused podcast, you might need to change your format for that. That's what we talked about in the last episode. But if you decide that you want to change your title, your categories, your description, your episode titles, your cover art, your anything like this, there are many different places that you could go to change this information and different levels of information as well. There's the show level and there's the episode level. So generally, when I use the term podcast, I'm referring to your overall show. So your podcast contains many episodes. When I use the term episode or episode level, I'm talking about just some information related to one specific episode or your series of individual episodes. So show level or podcast level is the big picture, how you show up in iTunes Episode level or your individual episodes, how they list inside of your show level entry in iTunes. So there's all of this information that when you look at iTunes, you see a bunch of information, and there's also some information that you don't see right away inside of this. Like you immediately recognize your title, your cover art, your author, your description, your list of episodes, and there's much more information than that. So I'll tell you how to change these things and in this, let me just get this part of it out of the way. I do not recommend FeedBurner anymore. Now, thankfully, FeedBurner has made it a lot easier to leave FeedBurner, and I will be making a new video showing you how you can leave FeedBurner, or I can help you with that if, you're want, if you want to go to the slash consulting and hire me to help you with that. But So in general, Every time I mention Feedburner in this, I do not recommend Feedburner. I especially do not recommend Feedburner's smart cast feature to manage your podcast feed. If you have your own website running WordPress with the PowerPress plugin, I highly recommend that you use PowerPress to manage your podcast information. But as you're going to find as I go through this, any information that you enter into Feedburner overrides what you may enter inside of PowerPress or WordPress for your settings. So if you start having some kind of conflict, that's where this prioritization or precedence comes in or hierarchy if you want to call it that, that feed burner will overwrite everything else when you set certain things inside of feed burner. If you don't set in certain things, then it will either erase the information and still overwrite it or it will just let that information through and do nothing to it. We'll address some of those specifics as we go through this. So the biggest thing that you may want to change about your podcast is your title. Depending on how you name your podcast, you may want to add some extra keywords into the title. Like if you look at my podcast in iTunes, the full title is The Audacity to Podcast, a how-to podcast about podcasting and using audacity. It uses my tagline there. Or you could spam this with all kinds of Keywords and stuff to try and get extra promotion and search engine optimization juice and stuff, but basically not talking about what your actual content is. I've seen people do that, but you might want to change your title so it's more descriptive. I could call this the Be Awesome Podcast, and it's still a how to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. So add something descriptive into your title if you don't already have a descriptive name. Like for my once podcast, my Once Upon a Time podcast, it's called once hyphen once upon a time podcast or for our clean comedy podcast it's called the ramen noodle which means nothing to anyone who isn't already subscribed to it or doesn't know me hyphen clean comedy podcast so if people search for clean comedy podcast they find the ramen noodle and it's listed there in part of the title so to change your title if you're using feed burner then go to the optimize tab Enable title slash description burner and then enter your new title in the new title field. But if you're not using FeedBurn or not using the title description burner option inside of FeedBurner, then in PowerPress and WordPress, there are a couple different places where you change this depending on your settings. If you're using podcast channels, which I do like the custom channels, generally Channels are when you want to override certain top-level, show-level information, like your title, or if you want to release your podcast in multiple formats. Like for the Audacity to Podcast, I'm using podcast channels in order to have an audio feed and a video feed. I'm not using categories because sometimes I release an episode that's simultaneously released in an audio and video feed, and I want both the audio version and the video version to appear in the same show notes. I don't want to have to list separate podcast episodes and duplicate content on my website by using different categories. So I'm using podcast channels so that I have an audio channel and a video channel, and both channels can be attached to the same single episode or show notes but on the category side of things you can post the same episode in multiple categories and categories are best for if you're running multiple podcasts into iTunes so maybe I wanted to do the audacity to podcast and my other podcast is success interviews with professionals who use audacity something like that completely different content so I would make a category for that podcast and a category for the audacity to podcast but so when you're changing your title either podcast channels or category podcasting will override the title for you now keep in mind feed burner overrides everything so i'm listing this in order of what will take the most precedence over everything else down to what the root thing is that might be getting overridden by the things i mentioned first so if you're doing just a single podcast from your website, then your podcast channels will override the title. So go to PowerPress, the podcast channel section, then feed settings tab, then set the feed title there. If you're using categories, well categories and channels don't really override one or the other because they're using different RSS feeds as well. If you enable your default channel, it will take control of your default RSS feed for your podcast which would be something like myawesomepodcast.com slash feed slash podcast. That's the default podcast only feed from your site that PowerPress generates and that's also the default channel feed so when you activate the channels it uses that same URL. If you add extra channels or turn on category podcasting the channel Uh, feed URL will be completely different so for example category podcasting you may put all of your podcast episodes under the audio category or let's call it something a little more descriptive audio content category so your feed URL would then be something like myawesomepodcast.com slash audio hyphen category slash feed slash podcast so you see it's completely different from the podcast channels which would be just slash feed slash podcast So they don't really override each other but both of them override the site defaults. So the place you go to set your feed title for the category podcasting is the same as channel podcasting. Go to the PowerPress settings then go to category podcasting section then the feed settings tab and set your feed title in there under the feed title field. But if you don't enter that information and you're not using FeedBurner's title description burner, then the place where it ultimately gets your title for your podcast would be in your category title, which is also derived from your site title. So this comes into somewhat how your WordPress theme handles your category titles and your site titles but in general you can go into your wordpress settings or wordpress post area then edit your categories and change your title there or you can go to your overall wordpress settings at wordpress settings then general and then set your site title there so depending on whether you're using categories and how your template is set up that might be a little bit different on what actually gets spit out as the title of your podcast But if you're not using podcast channels or category podcasting or title description burner, that's where your title for your podcast will come from. Where this often comes into effect for people is, let's say, well, right now, my personal blog is at danieljlewis.net. And I want to start a podcast about how to be awesome from hosted at danieljlewis.net. So if I put that podcast in iTunes, it would have the title of Daniel J. Lewis's personal blog or whatever the title is of my personal site if I want to change that title to be something different from my WordPress site title and I don't want to change my WordPress site title then that's when I need to activate either podcast channels category podcasting or if I'm using feed burner again I don't recommend it go into the title description burner section and enter my new title there Next, the description. This is what appears below your title and it's the paragraph of text that displays in iTunes. And by the way, all of this information also does apply to many other podcasting clients or podcast clients that pull from the iTunes catalog for their information. So changing your description to make your description have a few more keywords or maybe you want to just make it more passionate sounding, describe what you do a lot better, please do not write something like the best such and such podcast and that be your description. Add more to that. Tell us what your podcast is about. Tell us about you. Maybe even include your feedback information in your description. And you know, I'm giving you a lot more tips on what to put in these fields than I expected. But the description of your podcast at the podcast level, not the episode level, but the podcast show level comes from, if you're using FeedBurner, it will override everything else. So from FeedBurner, it's under the Optimize tab, SmartCast, and it's called Podcast Summary. That will be your description inside of iTunes. If you're using PowerPress to create your podcast feed, then it will come from PowerPress, podcast channels, iTunes settings, and iTunes program summary. Or if you are using uh, category podcasting, then it comes from PowerPress, category podcasting, iTunes settings, iTunes program summary. Or if you're not using either custom channels or category podcasting, you're just using the PowerPress default settings, then it would come from PowerPress settings and iTunes Uh, the iTunes tab, and then iTunes program summary is the name of the field there. So that's what shows up as your description. Now the, the terms summary and description, what I'm using to label these fields and describe them in iTunes are what you'll see. But it's very easy to get confused because the actual RSS tags that are behind the scenes running this stuff are different and they have certain hierarchies there and things that they may pull from or something else. So y- this is really easy to get confused about what term actually means what, like summary versus subtitle and some of that or description. But I will have a link in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 126 to the iTunes podcasting specs if you really want to dig into how they describe some of these things and the differences. And i also have a screenshot that shows you where each of these things end up on the iTunes page. So that's your description. You set it for iTunes in either FeedBurner or PowerPress. And yes, there are other podcasting plugins, but I really don't recommend them. I recommend PowerPress and PowerPress alone much more than FeedBurner. Then another common thing is people want to know about the number of episodes in their podcast listing in iTunes. What may happen is you'll have a hundred podcast episodes that you've produced and released, but only ten are displaying on your post or inside of iTunes. Two things could be happening. One is maybe you gave iTunes your site wide RSS feed, so every time you write a blog post it bumps out a podcast episode, but that blog post won't display inside of iTunes. iTunes only displays podcast episodes from your feed. So that could be one problem going on is that you're mixing your content. And I'll tell you in just a little bit how you can fix that by changing your feed URL. But before we get to that, back to the number of episodes the other way is maybe your rss feed item limit is too small so even if you're using a podcast only rss feed and that is no blog posts appear in this rss feed it's just podcast episodes so this would be something that powerpress gives you from it would be an address like feed slash podcast then this would be the uh, the limit for how many items total can appear in your iTunes listing? I like to have this limit very high so that people can get just about all of my episodes. Like when I look right now at the Audacity podcast in iTunes, I see, look at that, total 125 items. Now, if you look at this right now, it's going to be more than that because this is episode 126 and you may listen to this episode later. So I have all of my episodes in iTunes. That you can download. The place where you can go to change your number of episodes are again determined by a certain hierarchy or a certain order here of priority. First, if you're using podcast channels, then your your feed item limit would be in there, and that overrides your website default feed item limit. So if you go to PowerPress Podcast Channels, feed settings tab and then the option show the most recent and you can set that there. If you leave it blank it falls back to whatever your blog or your default PowerPress settings are which if that's blank falls back to your blog settings. If you're using category podcasting it's in the same place just slightly different. PowerPress category podcasting instead of podcast channels, feed settings, show the most recent, If you're not using podcast channels or category podcasting, then you can go to PowerPress, the default settings, the feeds tab, and show the most recent field. Or if you leave all of those blank, then it pulls from the site defaults, which are at WordPress settings, the reading section, and syndication feed, show the most recent, and then a number. The default for WordPress is 10, which you can change that, lower that, raise that, whatever you want. But for your podcast RSS feed, I like to bump it up as high as I can so I get as many episodes out there in my podcast RSS feed in iTunes. Now your cover art. A lot of people want to know about how to change your podcast cover art and I covered this in detail over at com slash 117. This is where I explained how to change or update your podcast cover art and different places, the three different places you need it in your iTunes image tag, your RSS2 image tag, and your ID3 tags. Go there. I also have a video on YouTube. If you go to the audacity to slash YouTube, you'll find my playlist for the audacity to podcast video content and you can subscribe there to receive that. But I'll have this link and the video embedded in the show notes for this episode 126. But your cover art for your show level information, again, has a hierarchy to it. First, it will pull from feedburner the optimize tab smartcast and it's called podcast image location and that's a url that pastes into there if you're not using smartcast then it will pull from the powerpress settings either podcast channels or category podcasting depending on which one you use go to that section then go to the itunes settings tab then go to itunes image if you don't use podcast channels or category podcasting it pulls from the default powerpress settings which are at powerpress settings itunes tab and the itunes image field so you're getting the idea that you can override your default powerpress settings with podcast channels if you don't include certain information in your powerpress podcast channels or your category podcasting the default behavior is it falls back to whatever you have set in the powerpress regular settings instead of podcast channels or category podcasting. Now your feed URL. It is possible to change your feed URL for iTunes and many other programs will recognize this too. We've talked before about 301 redirects but there's another way that you can do this even without a 301 redirect because here's a little tip. Let's pretend you made a mistake. Let me make this more personal. I made a mistake. I When I first submitted the audacity to podcast I didn't have any intention of ever blogging on the site. I do blog a lot more now but I had no intention of blogging back then. I just submitted a site-wide RSS feed to iTunes. So that meant that then as I started releasing blog posts they started bumping out podcast episodes depending on my feed item limit or just unnecessarily making my RSS feed larger than it needed to be because there was uh, there were blog posts in there when it's only being used by a podcast program. So a way that you can change this, not a 301 redirect, because a 301 redirect would point everything and everybody to a new feed. So that just keeps the problem but transfers them to a different feed URL. What we want to do here by changing the feed URL is point podcast programs, smart podcast programs, to a new podcast only feed url so this is a great way that if you've submitted a site-wide feed but you want to split it off so that only podcast programs will get only a podcast only feed that's a lot of onlys there then you can do this by setting the new feed url tag the way that you do this well if you're in feed burner you can't do this FeedBurner doesn't give you the option to set the iTunes new feed URL, but if you want people to stop using your FeedBurner URL to subscribe to your podcast, even if you've already got a podcast-only feed separate from everything else, but if you want to completely break that off, then what you do is go into FeedBurner, look at your feed, click Delete Feed, and then just make sure that you have on there the option for Permanent Redirection. Yes, that's right, Permanent Redirection. Side note here, my prediction, Google will announce the demise of FeedBurner in 2013. That's my prediction. Side note, end of side note. But if you are using PowerPress to set your settings, or even if you're running it through FeedBurner, but you want to change just the podcast-only feeds, then go into the PowerPress settings, or the podcast channels, or the category podcasting, go to the iTunes settings tab, and enter the information, the new feed URL under the section iTunes new feed URL. You can read that information and it'll tell you a little bit more about what that does, why you should consider 301 redirects and all of that. But what this can do that's great is if you employ this on an RSS feed that's both blog posts and podcast episodes, iTunes and several other smart podcast programs will see this and those podcast programs will switch to using your new feed URL. But all of the blog reading programs like Google Reader, God rest its soul, may it rest in peace, blah, 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 uh, Feedly, uh, Mr. Reader, anything like that, where you read RSS content, that will remain subscribed to your uh, podcast and blog RSS feed, which is what you'd want it to do. Only the podcast programs will be transferred to your feed URL. So you can also, if you're not using podcast channels or category podcasting, then you can also go to the PowerPress default settings, then the iTunes tab, and again, iTunes new feed URL setting there. Categories are another issue that podcasters sometimes want to change. You may realize that you're in the wrong category. If you have a podcast that's in the podcasting category and your podcast is not about how to podcast then you shouldn't be in the podcasting category. That's a little pet peeve of mine. I also see stuff oddly under TV and film and categories like that where I think, why is this in here? This has nothing to do with podcasting or this has nothing to do with TV or film. But people put stuff in their own categories quite often. The thinking behind the podcasting category, and I'm going on a rant here, the thinking behind that I think is people think, I have a podcast. It should go in the podcasting category sure that sounds logical but it's also redundant because that's the podcasting category in the podcast directory so it means something else it's not every single podcast should go under the podcasting category it should be every kind of podcast that's about podcasting like the audacity to podcast or school of podcasting or podcast answer man or uh uh, the Podcaster Studio, or the Podcaster's Roundtable, or Podcasting Passion, or Podcasting Tech Coach, or Start Podcasting and Recording Today. Those, uh, start talking and recording today. That's it. From Nick Suberling, those podcasts belong in the podcasting category, and several of us have been in the top ten in the podcasting category because we're actually about podcasting. I think I've hit the number one slot uh, many times. Actually, under that little secluded subcategory. But if you want to change your podcast category and change where it is in iTunes, then the place that you go to do this is if you're using FeedBurner and FeedBurner's SmartCast option to adjust your podcast feeds for your RSS feed, then go to FeedBurner, Optimize tab, SmartCast section, and set the category on there. Now if you click on Use Additional Categories, you can put your podcast in several different categories. Oddly, FeedBurner will let you put it in five categories total. PowerPress lets you put it in three categories total. iTunes doesn't actually have a limit on how many categories your podcast can appear in. But if you want to be listed in the top 10 of a section or top episodes or top podcasts in a particular category, that category needs to be your first category in your RSS feed. So for me this is podcasting. So that's why I'm often in the top 10 or consistently actually in the top 10 for the podcasting subcategory, but I'm not under the top 10 for technology or for uh, any other categories that I might be in business or anything like that. So that's actually why uh, my friend Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answer Man changed his podcast's primary category to be business and maybe one of the subcategories there but that way he can appear in one of the top 10 lists over there instead of only being eligible to appear in the podcasting top 10 list so this you set in uh, if you're using feed burner then you set this under the optimize tab smartcast the category section if you're using podcast channels go to powerpress podcast channels itunes settings tab and then it's called iTunes category and then if you click the more button it gives you two more options so you can appear in three categories if you're using PowerPress. Same thing for if you're using category podcasting. PowerPress, category podcasting, iTunes settings, iTunes category and click the more and you get more options there for where you display. If you are not using podcast channels, or category podcasting, then you probably know where to go by now. You go to PowerPress, Settings, iTunes tab, and iTunes category, and you can click more to list yourself in as many as three podcast categories. Now the tags. Tags are... uh, I don't know how relevant they actually are. Apple has sent out many emails before To podcasters, and one of their emails encouraged podcasters to take advantage of the tags field for search engine optimization. And I've seen mixed results with this. I've done some tests and I've seen some success and some not success. And so I'm a little confused about when this is actually working and when it's not. But the tags are the hidden behind the scenes information that describes your podcast. So, for example, A good idea would be with the Audacity Podcast, I might add the tag PowerPress because I talk about PowerPress a lot. Or I might add the tag WordPress since I talk about WordPress a lot. I don't have to mention that in my title. I don't have to mention that in my description or my episode titles or anything like that. But I can put it in my tags. But do keep in mind, iTunes will prioritize titles in their searches. Episode titles and show titles are top priority for iTunes when you search for something. So if I had the audacity to podcast, a how-to podcast about podcasting, audacity, and WordPress, then I would show up higher for WordPress searches than uh, just having WordPress in my keywords or my description. But if you want to change these tags, well, they're also called keywords. So you can go to FeedBurner, Optimize, Tab, SmartCast, and they're called Podcast Search Keywords. If you're not using FeedBurner, SmartCast, then go to PowerPress, Podcast Channels, iTunes Settings, iTunes Program Keywords, if you're using Podcast Channels or if you're using Category Podcasting, same section, Category Podcasting this time, iTunes Settings tab, and iTunes Program Keywords. FeedBurner will split any kind of keywords that have spaces in them into multiple keywords. So for example, Daniel J. Lewis would be split into Daniel, comma, J., comma, Lewis. But the PowerPress side of things will not split them up like that. So I can have a single keyword called Daniel J. Lewis, and that's a keyword inside of the PowerPress settings. One of the many ways that PowerPress is just so much superior to FeedBurner's SmartCast feature, please turn it off, people. Uh, You know, I love you guys for podcasting with me, but SmartCast feature, just not very good. But in the default settings for PowerPress, you can also set this up under... PowerPress settings iTunes, and it's called again iTunes program keywords. And you can only use about 12 in here, so choose carefully what 12 are in there. You can put more in, sure, but only the first 12 or so are actually used regularly. So put your best keywords first. Then the author now the author displays twice on the iTunes podcast page for your podcast it will display once above your title where you see the kind of breadcrumbs so if i look at the audacity podcast in itunes it says podcast little arrow technology little arrow podcasting little arrow tech podcast network that's because i'm a member of the tech podcast network a proud member of the tech podcast network i love working with these guys over at techpodcast.com they've got so much great content and we've had a lot of fun at ces and just awesome team of people. And we've got some cool things coming. So check out more technology podcasts at techpodcast.com. But this is something they customized about my listing inside of iTunes. So this section right there in that little breadcrumb spot above my title says the author is Tech Podcast Network, because that associates me with their network page inside of iTunes which I like that. I like being associated with them. They're great. Check them out at techpodcast.com. Below the title is another entry for the author. And that's where on my entry, it says Daniel J. Lewis, vertical slash or a pipe noodle mix network. That's the author field. You can set this inside of your feeds. And by the way, for most people, Whatever you set would apply to both of these fields, not just one or the other, but it would apply to both fields. Now you can set this by going to FeedBurner, Optimize, SmartCast, and it's the Podcast Author field. In PowerPress, it's, if you're using podcast channels or category podcasting, it's the iTunes Settings tab and it's called iTunes Talent Name. Or you can go to the PowerPress Default Settings, the iTunes tab and itunes talent name if none of those options are set then the uh, the post or the uh, itunes system will actually refer to what is your wordpress default settings in your rss feed and the author of your post and that's that's a little bit unreliable so make sure that you have this set in your podcasting settings Then the website. If you look below your cover art, you'll see your ratings, your categories, your copyright, and clean tag and a link section that has a link to your website. This was missing for just a few weeks from iTunes, but they did put it back in. The way that you can change your website is not in FeedBurner. I couldn't figure out how to change this inside of FeedBurner. There is a section where if you upload a custom feed image to FeedBurner, it lets you set a link. But that's not where this is pulling from. So if you're using PowerPress, you can set this by going to your Feed Settings tab for podcast channels or category podcasting. Or it's the Feed tab for your default settings. And it's called Feed Landing Page URL. If you are running a single site installation of WordPress and you don't have your feed landing page URL set, which many people won't, but if you don't have it set, then it will default to whatever your website home address is. And that's fine for most people. Like for the Audacity to Podcast, I haven't set this because it defaults to theaudacitytopodcast.com. If you're running multi-site Well, if you go under the general settings, you won't find a spot for site address. That's because multi-site is very different. You'll have to go to the network admin, then go to the site section, find your site, click on the edit option, and then you'll have access to the settings for that site. And that's where you can go and change the site address. Or if you want to override it for your podcast for some reason, like you want it to go to a specialized podcast landing page instead of just your homepage, that's when you use PowerPress to set this the feed landing page url and then some other minor things the copyright information you set in optimize tab under smartcast and copyright message if you're using powerpress then you set this under the feed settings tab and copyright that's for podcast channels or category podcasting and those will override the defaults which you can set the default if you don't have channels or categories set the defaults at powerpress settings feeds and copyright. The clean, explicit, or nothing tag, the basically the advisory tag, is something else that some people might want to set. Now, this is something you can change on a per-episode basis in case you want to, or you can set it on a per-show basis. The way that you set this is inside of FeedBurner, go to the Optimize tab, SmartCast, and if you choose, scroll down to the option that says Contains Explicit Content. Now, there's a little thing that's confusing here with the way that FeedBurner words this, and that's because FeedBurner has not updated the SmartCast feature in um, forever. The way that you need to look at this is in FeedBurner, it says, yes, cleaned, and that gives it the clean lyrics tag inside of iTunes. And there is a little bit of confusion over this if you read FeedBurner's documentation. So just don't read their documentation on this tag because what they would say is that if you say yes cleaned that means your podcast was once explicit but this is the clean version. So maybe you release a podcast and you have a clean version and you have an explicit version. So this is the cleaned version. That's what FeedBurner describes this function as doing. That's not how iTunes describes it itunes in the actual spec as well as how people perceive this is that if you have the clean tag they assume it means clean most people won't think it means cleaned meaning there was explicit content and now it's been cleaned but most people will just think it means oh it's going to be clean so in powerpress this same option that in FeedBurner is called yes clean in powerpress this is labeled as clean no explicit content so this is where you can choose then your cleaned option or your clean option or your explicit option or leave it at nothing. So you set this under optimize smartcast contains explicit content in feed burner and just keep in mind that little difference if you want it to be clean then choose the cleaned option if you want it to be explicit choose yes if you want it to have no advisory tag then choose no. Or if you're using PowerPress go to the podcast channel section iTunes tab. iTunes explicit is the name of the field or it's the same thing for the category podcasting section iTunes settings tab. And also under the PowerPress settings iTunes tab it's called iTunes explicit. And when to use each of these here's my personal recommendation. If you have a reputation and stick to every podcast episode being clean, then I'd say use the podcast level clean tag if you want to be known as clean content. A lot of podcasts out there don't use the clean tag and they're still clean, but they just don't specifically or we could say explicitly say that they're clean. So that's a little bit of a decision i would say if your podcast has mild foul language like pg or now it's they let some foul language into g films if your podcast has that kind of thing occasionally then i'd say don't put an advisory tag on it but if you work hard to make sure your podcast is clean put the clean tag on it if you regularly are dropping f-bombs and have a lot of foul language like a pg upper pg or pg 13 or anything above that then definitely add the explicit tag but if it's just an occasional thing slips out here or there i'd say don't put a tag on it because you could turn away people who might not be offended by your rarity of foul language uh, or you could really confuse people with that so keep that in mind with your clean and explicit tag and choose wisely and you can set this on a per episode basis. I'll show you how to do that in just a moment. Lastly is the email address and this is important. It is not shown in the iTunes directory. It is readily available inside your RSS feed but that's for Apple's sake. So this is when they send out these updates to iTunes podcasters they're sending it to this email address that's in your RSS feed. But no one else, when they're looking just in the directory, can see your email address, but it is accessible inside your RSS feed. So someone could just look at the source of your RSS feed and see your email address right there, plain text. So make this your feedback email address, I would say. Don't make this a personal email address, but make this your feedback at myawesomepodcast.com email address. The place where you change this, and it is really important that you have this set, is go to FeedBurner, Optimize, SmartCast, Podcast Author, Email Address. That's where that's set. Or if you're using PowerPress, Podcast Channels, Category Podcasting, the default settings, whatever. Remember, Channels and Category override the default settings. You go to the iTunes tab or the iTunes Settings tab, and it's called iTunes Email. And then it's uh, if you don't have either of those set then this information is pulled from your WordPress settings, which would be under WordPress settings general and your email address will be listed in there for uh, however that you set up your website. The podcast subtitle is special text that doesn't display in the iTunes store. But it does display once someone has subscribed to a podcast. So if you use the desktop client of iTunes, and I'll have a screenshot of this in the show notes at the slash 126, look at the podcast that you're subscribed to and just to the right of the podcast titles is the podcast subtitle. This is where it's under the column that says description in iTunes version 11, but this is a short subtitle. your podcast where this could be like if you look at the audacity to podcast it says giving you the guts and teaching you the tools to podcast with passion organization and dialogue it's a bit too long i could shorten that but then if you click on the little circled eye icon what it shows you then is the latest information about one of your episodes of the podcast but before you click on that icon what's under there is the podcast subtitle that displays two subscribers so this could be just a few extra words about your podcast that you might want to add or you could leave off it's a little bit more optional than the other things the places you'd change this as you can probably guess if you're using Feedburner, go to the optimize tab smartcast section and the podcast subtitle field if you're using powerpress this is called the itunes program subtitle which is as you can guess either under podcast channels itunes settings tab or the category podcasting section and the iTunes settings tab, or look at the PowerPress default settings under settings, iTunes, and then the iTunes program subtitle is right there. So that's where that show level information is pulled from. Now, if you were tracking along at home and looking at iTunes, then you probably noticed I just told you how to change everything about how your podcast is listed in iTunes. And that's how you do it. You change your RSS feed. You do not need to contact iTunes to change anything about your podcast. You change it all from your RSS feed. Now, the only things you can't change show level information that you can't change are you can't change your ratings and reviews. That is, you can't delete ratings, you can't reorganize ratings, you can't do anything with the ratings and reviews. That's iTunes owns those. If there is an irrelevant rating or something that's really offensive, and I've gotten a couple of those before from some trolls here and there you can report that and get some friends to report that in iTunes for you and iTunes or Apple will remove it but you can't adjust this you can't respond to it please don't leave a review of your own podcast also please don't leave a review of your own podcast responding to other people's reviews that just doesn't work I wish we could respond to reviews but we can't so boo and also the related section for your podcast you also cannot change what is showing up in there. You might be able to change it a little bit by what category you put yourself in and certain keywords that you use. You can tweak that a little. But then again, not very much. Like when I look at the Audacity podcast, very oddly, it says more by Daniel J. Lewis, Noodle Mix Network, and it lists podcasts from the Tech Podcast Network because it's pulling from a different podcast thing even though it says more by daniel j lewis it's actually more by tech podcast network but this will be a little bit different for you if you have multiple podcasts inside of itunes so now let's talk about the episode level information so when you look at itunes scroll down to where you see each of your individual episodes all of this information is pulled from your episode level information and remember the number of episodes listed here is based on your number of included episodes that we talked about previously again go to the audacity to podcast.com slash 126 so you can see this full list of all of these fields and where to change this information But your individual episodes, the most prominent thing you'll notice are your titles for individual episodes. And your episode titles come directly from your post title inside of WordPress. This is not your SEO title, your document title, your page title, anything like this. This is the title that you enter inside of WordPress. So make this a good title. I was looking at a podcast earlier today where they, and you know, this has been a pet peeve of mine before I've mentioned this, where their episodes were all something like My Awesome Podcast, episode five. In this episode, we, My Awesome Podcast, episode five or four. In this episode, we, it, it was like that. So I never actually got to see the title of their episode because it was cut off. They had so much unnecessary stuff at the beginning of their episode titles. I couldn't see what the episode was about at all. That's why I changed on the Audacity to podcast. You'll notice that now my episode titles are named, like for this episode, it will be how to change your podcast information in iTunes hyphen tap 126 instead of what I used to do was tap 126 colon how to change your podcast information in iTunes. I like having the episode number in the title because then when people browse the website, they can easily see what episode is what. And also in the feed, they can see what episode is what. Not quite as easily because it's near the end, but episode numbers I think may not quite matter as much to people as the titles of the podcast do. And also this really helps because I have a Noodle Mix Network all-inclusive RSS feed. You probably didn't know that, but it includes all of the podcasts from Noodle Mix Network going through a single RSS feed. And if you subscribe to that, then you receive episodes from all of our podcasts. And that goes to, or that will then show you everything. So that little abbreviation at the end of my episodes really helps because I could just put episode 125 But if I did that, then people might be a little bit confused about, wait, is this from the Once Upon a Time podcast, the Clean Comedy podcast, Beyond the To-Do List, Christian Meets World, Are You Just Watching, the Audacity podcast, is this video, audio? They'd easily be confused by that. But the little abbreviation, I think, clarifies that. And so I put that in the WordPress post title. That's the only place you can do it. Right now, you can't override that. Now, I am going to email Blueberry and suggest to them that maybe they add an option for podcasters to override this information inside of their post so that way i could write my blog post to say something like podcast episode six colon and then the title of the episode but then in itunes it wouldn't even include that podcast episode six thing it would be something completely different i think blueberry could do that it just might not be very high on their priorities but it's something that uh, you might see in a future update if they like my suggestion Now, all of the other information I'm about to tell you that you can override at the episode level of your podcast, and again, I'll have these links and information in the show notes at uh, episode 126, these different fields, when I talk about if this is enabled, that is that go into your podcast or your PowerPress settings inside of WordPress, go to the regular settings, then the basic settings tab. This is where you can enable... Certain advanced iTunes information. And they do say use this at your own risk. And I repeat to you use this at your own risk. But I found good success with these things and I use them consistently. I've never had any problems. Occasionally, I'm a little confused about what's pulling from where, but that's why I'm explaining this to you. So your. You can enable certain fields there on a per episode basis, like your subtitles, your description, your clean, explicit, your tags, your author, several other things that you can enable on a per episode basis. There are only three that I recommend that you even consider playing with because these are the three that show up to your podcast. And those are your subtitles, your descriptions, and your clean, explicit, or nothing tag, your advisory tag. That's the information that shows up to people when they look at your podcast. It doesn't include the author. Like if you're looking at your podcast inside of iTunes, it will not show the author in the iTunes podcast directory. And it also does not show the tags in the iTunes podcast directory. Stuff like your individual episode artist name used to display but they don't display that anymore and I think it makes sense because the artist is usually the same or the author is usually the same across episodes but once someone is subscribed to your podcast in the desktop version of iTunes they can go in and enable the column that displays the author so it is being pulled from your feed or rather the artist but I don't see any option where you can actually display the tags the per episode tags So that makes me wonder, is iTunes even caring about this? You can put tag information in there. And your tags, by the way, will just by default pull from your post tags. Uh, But if you want to override that, you can by enabling that option. But let's look then. So we know how to change the title. To change your subtitle, the subtitle is a little bit confusing when it comes to the difference between the subtitle. Some people call certain things a summary or a description. The subtitle is what displays when you look at your podcast in the iTunes podcast directory right next to your episode. You'll see I'm looking at iTunes version 11 and I see the episode title, how long it is, when it was released, and then there's a column that says description. What you see there in the column that says description is called your subtitle. And this displays all only a few words so as I'm looking down my list of things I'm seeing I'm retiring my five episode the simplest reason to get a you've probably thought about as the original podcaster about it's fun to talk about the big so you can tell it's cutting off my descriptions this is pulling from the subtitles field and I'm not setting my subtitles field at all so Here's where you can do this. You can enable your PowerPress settings to let you set your iTunes subtitle field on a per episode basis. And this is when you're writing your post, you go down to the podcast episode widget. And if you've enabled this option, then you'll see a new field that will say iTunes subtitle field. And you can enter that in there. I recommend just a few words. That's what iTunes officially recommends as well. Just a few words, because as you can tell, it's getting cut off regularly. And these few words can be, well, that's up to you. Don't make it the same thing as your title, but maybe a couple other words related to your title. But we'll see what you decide that you think works best there in just a few words. If you don't manually set the subtitle field at a per episode basis, or you just leave that field blank, even if you have it enabled, but if you leave it blank, then WordPress and iTunes will fall back to using your excerpt for your post if you're using an excerpt if you're not writing an excerpt then iTunes will use the first 250 characters of your blog post text another reason why I highly recommend don't start your blog post show notes all the same way every time and then in this episode Bob and Jim talk about in this episode Bob and Jim talk about no don't do that so those are your iTunes subtitles Right next to the subtitle, this is still under what they call the description column inside of iTunes, you see a little circled eye. When you hover over that and click on it, a little thing pops out and it gives you more information. This information is the description, also sometimes called the summary. You can set this by if you're using Feedburner, go to the Optimize tab and go to this summary burner, and you can tell it burn a certain summary, limit it to the first so many characters. I don't recommend this. This is a destructive way of doing this. I I really don't recommend that option. If you want to, sure you can. But this, above all things, I don't recommend that option. But if you're using PowerPress, you can enable the iTunes summary field. And when you use that on a per episode basis, you can paste in custom information there. So if you go to com slash iTunes, and look at my podcast in iTunes, you'll see custom information that I've entered into here. Now iTunes will drop, compress this all down to a single paragraph, so you lose your paragraph breaks. But then once you've subscribed and click the info button, you get your paragraph breaks back. So don't think that this is all it's going to be. But when I look at this, I see in there all the information I've entered in my iTunes summary field which for me I enter the same text as my excerpt. I enter maybe an outline, maybe a couple links, something like that, some other information. Then I give my show notes uh, URL, my feedback information, and my mailing address as well. So that's all under the descriptions Column. if you click on the little i so you can set that from the itunes summary field if you've enabled that on a per episode basis or if you don't use that then it will pull from your excerpt if you don't use your excerpt in wordpress then it will pull from your wordpress blog post and it's limited to i believe four thousand characters so there's plenty of space here and you may or may not want your full Uh, RSS feed. The limit is 4,000 characters by the way. Uh, You may not want your full blog post there or you may want it. That's totally up to you. I like to make it a little bit more concise to make it readable, usable, digestible, and uh, friendly for people. So that's the episode descriptions. And the last thing that's really relevant here for your per episode level information is the clean or explicit tag. So maybe you've got a podcast that is you just leave it normal you don't have a clean tag you don't have an explicit tag but you have a particular interview with someone and they have a pirate mouth and it's really quite explicit you're okay with releasing that you put it in your feed but you want to let people know this particular episode is explicit or for whatever reason you want to override the default of your feed and mark that this particular episode is either clean or it's explicit which is different from everything else. So if you enable the iTunes explicit field under PowerPress settings basic settings then you can set this on a per episode level. If you don't set this on a per episode level inside of your WordPress post editor the podcast episode section then it will pull from whatever your RSS feed default is. So in FeedBurner, that's under SmartCast. In PowerPress, that's under your Podcast Channels, Category Podcasting, your Regular Settings, the iTunes tab, whichever one of those that you're using. So those are all the tags that you can change. Basically, you can change everything about how you show up in iTunes all by yourself. You don't have to email iTunes to do it. And as you can tell, you have a lot of power over this if you're using powerpress and if there are certain itunes tags that you actually want to take advantage of in addition to these things there is even a way that you can tweak powerpress a little bit to give you the ability to add custom rss tags to your feed if powerpress doesn't already provide everything to you which i think they do they do a great job So this is the most important information that you'll find yourself changing inside of iTunes. There are other things like you can change the order of your episodes in iTunes. You can feature an episode in iTunes. You can have a particular episode be closed captioned or not. All of these different things that if you go under the PowerPress settings and the basic settings tab, this is where you have the option to adjust which iTunes fields you want to display on a per episode basis display and customize on a per episode basis so check out the audacity to slash 126 for the show notes and my list of these prioritizations which one overrides which one overrides which one whatever's on the top is the most dominant and whatever's on the bottom is what gets overridden by everything that's above it so check that out at the slash 126. And wow, that was a lot of information, but some helpful tips along the way. Also coming up, speaking of helpful tips, I'll be giving more than just helpful tips on using Audacity. Check out learnaudacity.com where you can sign up for my Learn Audacity webinar. I'm having one as I record this. It is this Saturday. May 18th, 2013 at noon Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus 4. You can still register for this. There's still some space left. So you can go to learnaudacity.com to sign up for my Learn Audacity webinar. And it's a two-hour workshop where I present a whole bunch of information about Audacity, how to use it, all of these different things. And then there's time for questions and answers too. Even if you can't make it to the live webinar, go ahead and still purchase a ticket because if you purchase a ticket and don't show up or even if you do show up, everybody who's purchased a ticket receives a download of the webinar. So you can rewatch this at your convenience, follow along, whatever, and you'd receive that within a week after the webinar. So that would be great to have you as part of that. If I have future webinars on the same topic, you can still go to LearnAudacity.com and I'll have the information about the latest webinar there at LearnAudacity.com. So sign up there. I'd love to have you a part of this. I've had a lot of fun with the people who have previously participated and I'm looking forward to talking with the several others who have signed up for this upcoming, my second Learn Audacity webinar and I'd love to have you part of it as well. And my WordPress plugin is ready for sale. It's called Social Subscribe and Follow Icons. It's a long name, but for short, I'm calling it Subscribe and Follow. But Social Subscribe and Follow Icons is a premium WordPress plugin that will do awesome things for you and your podcast. When you go to theaudacitypodcast.com, my subscription buttons, my really cool iTunes button where it says subscribe in iTunes and then it has the other little icons. Do something. If you have a Retina iPad or iPhone, look at those icons really closely. Maybe even zoom in on it. If you're just using a computer with a regular browser, press Command Plus or Control Plus and zoom in really closely on those icons and you'll see they never pixelate. They're nice and smooth edges. They stay crisp and smooth and they look beautiful and they have awesome animations if you're using a modern. browser they fade in and fade out and have rounded corners and all of this and iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher and RSS feed a podcast RSS feed and Miro all of these different networks Twitter Google Plus and more that is the social subscribe and follow icons plugin you've seen this on my website before and all my other websites and I've done this for clients before but it's all been hard-coded where you had to hire me to code this for you previously but now You can get the plugin and do this yourself. Put it on your own website, the social subscribe and follow icons plugin that you can check out at subscribeandfollow.com to purchase the plugin. Regular price is $37, but it's on sale for the month of May 2013 for $27. And here's the thing since you've endured this podcast this long, all of these details, an hour of my mentioning tags and settings and repeating certain information, if you endured me that long, use the coupon code MADEIT. M-A-D-E-I-T. Use the coupon code MADEIT and you'll save a few extra dollars from the plugin. So you can get that at an even specialer. (laughs) That's not a word I know, but you can get that at a lower price than $27 while it is on sale. At uh, subscribeandfollow.com. And that sale, the coupon code that is, will last for one week. So before I release the next episode of the Audacity to podcast, that coupon code will expire. So you want to sign up and order the plugin quickly. But the plugin does more than just on your homepage. And I'll make a video to show all of this stuff and I'll stick it in the video feed too. The plugin can be used inside a widget and you can use the plugin in multiple widget sections. So you could have a big button that says subscribe on iTunes. You could have a big button that says listen on Stitcher. You could have a big button that says follow me on Twitter. Yes, it can even be used for social network stuff. It's not only for podcasters, but it can be used for bloggers and podcasters and anyone really that wants to link to their social services where people can subscribe or follow you. You can customize the text that appears in that big button. You can make it just a list of the little icons. Or you can use uh, a featured icon. You can change the colors, the default colors. You can override what icons go where instead of just always using the defaults. And you can use this as a shortcode inside of a post or a page. If you use the little shortcode that is SAF, which stands for subscribe and follow, it will allow you to insert that inside a post or a page. So inside of a page, I could say, review me in iTunes with a link to iTunes and the little iTunes uh, podcast icon, which I designed by the way, I've designed several of these icons that are used in this. So you won't find these icons anywhere else. You could also use this as a list of your subscription services in a particular post Or this can be used in a plugin or a page. You can change it. So if you have multiple podcasts on your website, you could have your list of subscription links. So you could override it on a per link basis and feature one icon or the other. You don't always have to feature the iTunes icon. This is a a great way to be able to change this. And it's also extensible too. So if you're familiar with JavaScript and CSS and stuff, you can actually tell it certain things like uh, you could write some kind of uh, jquery or javascript code that if someone is on a mobile device maybe you don't want to promote the itunes link you want to promote the stitcher link you could do that with custom javascript programming on top of it i don't provide that option right now but maybe in the future i'll look at doing that so it is 37 dollars regularly and that comes with updates for a year if you want to continue receiving updates then it's only $12 per year after that. Otherwise, the plugin will work. If you just buy it once and never update it, it should continue to work until maybe a new WordPress version breaks it or something. But I've tested it in 3.6 and it works great. I'd love to have you get this plugin and tell me what you think if it's missing certain networks or anything. And check it out at subscribeandfollow.com and use the promo code MADEIT. M A D E. IT and you'll receive a few dollars off the price and that is before I release episode 127. So if you're listening to this after May 20th, 2013, then you'll only be able to get it for the sale price still, but the sale price will be $27. And then in June, it goes back to $37. Check it out at subscribeandfollow.com. And I'd love to see it working on your site and love to hear what you think of it. I'm really excited about it. My first WordPress plugin, it was one of those things where I just sat down and decided, I'm going to do this. I started writing the PHP and the CSS and JavaScript and everything, and I am really excited about it. It's replacing all of my hard coding on my own websites, and I'm very happy with it. It meets a need I had, and I know it meets a need that many of my clients have had that they've previously paid me a lot more than $37.00. In order to set this up for them, now there's a plugin that makes it very easy for you to do it and not have to hire me. So, check it out subscribe and follow.com and get the show notes to this episode at the audacity to one hundred and twenty six to get all this information that I mentioned, a couple of the links in the video about your podcast cover art, and find out how you can change all of this information in your RSS feed. So, you should you change how you show up. In the iTunes podcast directory, and by extension, several other podcast directories, the mobile podcast app, and more. I'm available for one on one consulting. If you want to get your podcast successful, increase the quality, move away from Feed Burner, leave Podbean, or anything like that, check out slash consulting. And email me feedback for future episodes of The Audacity Podcast. Email feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to theaudacitypodcast.com and click or tap on the send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer. Please follow me on Twitter at noodle. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, organization. And dialogue and check out subscribe and follow.com and learn audacity.com. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at Techpodcasts.com.